Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Then World War One, then the Great Depression hit, the Dust Bowl droughts hit, then World War II came along. The economic condition of this nation was in total disarray. And the birth of Israel took place in May of 1948, and President Truman was being pressured from all sides to not recognize the newly created state of Israel. He was advised that we'd lose influence in the world especially in that part of the world. The Arabs were against it, and we needed them on our side to have access to the oil. But Truman went against all of his advisors and did recognize the nation of Israel, the first one to recognize the state of Israel, like 15 minutes after Israel declared their independence. And despite the critics, despite the advisors, he did it anyway. And almost immediately... The United States became an economic powerhouse. It wasn't overnight, but it was on that path, and it had been blessed quickly. I mean, the blessings upon this nation were immense. We became a superpower in the world politically. We became a powerful, the, the most powerful military force in the world. We put men on the moon, praise God. Nobody else has ever done that yet. Hallelujah. But our relationship to Israel is what caused those blessings to come upon the United States. You know, how unfortunate that our politicians today, especially on the, the left, the communists, socialists, whatever, these idiots over there that want to undermine and destroy everything this nation worked for. They're trying to push these anti-godly, anti-Bible, anti-moral, just everything. If, if the Bible says boo, they get mad at it, all right? Everything the Bible says do, they say don't do. Everything the Bible says don't do, they say do. These idiots that are doing this are pushing the United States to a point where God will no longer be able to protect or bless us. And just like uh, you know, when Jesus is walking with his disciples and they're marveling at the beauty of the temple. Have you ever been to Washington, D.C., walking around all those monuments and, and the structures? Oh, it's so gorgeous. It gives us a, a sense of the majesty and the power that the United States has, what we, what we represent. Imagine if someone's out there saying, see all these buildings around here? There's not going to be left one stone upon another. That's basically what the disciples were looking as they were walking through Jerusalem. And that's why they came out and asked Jesus, when's all this going to happen? You know, it's the first thing Jesus said, don't be deceived. Deception is the first step to the fall. And I don't have time to get into that. Praise the Lord. We will, though. Believe me, we will. Now, let's jump back into Genesis chapter 9. We're down in verse 27. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant too. The name Japheth means to enlarge or to make wide. You know, by a, uh, by the use of a wordplay, Noah blessed Japheth by using his own name, Japheth. <laughs> okay, the blessing of Japheth is to be found in the relationship to Shem, not independently on his own. 
This promise is stated uh, more specifically in chapters 12, verse 3, and we'll get to that, where he says, I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. That's Japheth, okay? God promises to bless Abram and other nations that are contained in him as he enlarges them, the Japheth, okay? So all who blessed Abraham would experience God's blessings. All who cursed him would experience God's curse. Again, Canaan will be subjected at those times when Japheth is found to be in union with Shem. It's a clear relationship between the activities of Ham, Shem, and Japheth and the curses and the blessings which follow them. You can read it throughout the Bible. Shem and Japheth honor God when they acted together to preserve the honor of their father. Ham dishonored both his father and God by relishing the humiliation of Noah, making fun of him. So Ham was cursed. Shem and Japheth were blessed in a cooperative type of unity. They worked together to preserve the dignity and respect of their father, therefore of God. And in that unity, they would be blessed. Ham operated on his own, mocking, making fun of Noah, which was God's man, so therefore he's making, mocking and making fun of God, and the curse was the result. The problem, which we see with the cursing of Canaan, is this. Why did curse Canaan? Because of the sin of Ham. That's always been a question. Beyond this, why did God curse the entire Canaanite family and descendants, a nation? Because of the sin of Ham. Well, the explanation that, that would seem best to answer these questions is the words of Noah convey not only a cursing and a blessing, but more of a prophecy, if you look at it like that. While it is true that the sins of the fathers are visited on the sons, this is only to the third and fourth generations, right? Exodus 20, verse 5. If this principle were to be applied, all the sons of Ham should have been cursed. Every one of them. And their grandchildren. Ham's grandchildren. And his great-grandchildren. Right? By prophetic revelation, Noah seeing the flaws evidenced by Ham would be passed to his offspring and fully manifested in Canaan and his ultimate descendants. Knowing this, the curse of God falls upon the Canaanites because Noah foresaw the sinfulness that was going to happen. The emphasis thus falls upon the fact that the, the Canaanites will be cursed because of their sin. Not due to Ham's sin, but that they would fall farther away than what Ham was. And it's an insight that Noah seen, much like we see in the United States today. You know, John Kennedy was considered a leftist in his day. Today, he would be considered a far right-wing evangelical type person by the the Democrats today. I mean, that's how far they've slid off the cliff. And we can see how that curse is coming on the United States when you forget who your God is. And that's what Noah's seen 
in this vision or whatever God had given him, he seen that the youngest son of Ham, Canaan, was going to be just completely opposite of everything God wanted. Okay, So, again, you can see evidence of that in our society today. The extreme poverty that is in part of the world, the wars, you know, especially, let's look at, let's get off the United States, let's look at other nations. Nations that have forgotten God or reject God are cursed. And look at the nations where they, you know, all the, uh, most, I won't say all, most of the Middle East is extreme poverty, wars, you know, just death, disease, mayhem, destruction everywhere. And because they reject God. You know, the dismal conditions of that part of the world is still under the curse today. They're the descendants of Canaan. You know, the words of Noah. Remember where Canaanites land, you know, in Palestine? What's one of the most hotly contested areas of destruction in the world right now is the Middle East. The words of Noah contain a prophecy. Canaan will most reflect the moral flaws of his father Ham. Therefore, the Canaanites will manifest those same tendencies in their society in their day. And because of the sinfulness of the Canaanites foreseen by Noah, the curse of God is being expressed. The character of these three people and their destiny will be corporately reflected in the nations which emerge from them. Praise God. I hope you're getting a lot out of this Bible study. The Lord's working some miraculous revelations here. Yes, the United States will ultimately be destroyed. Just like the disciples were shocked when Jesus told them the temple would be destroyed with not one stone left on another. That must have been shocking for them to even think about. And at the time, it would seem impossible. Yet, just short 40 years later, it had already occurred. I believe the United States is on that same downward spiral right now. It's, only a matter, it's, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. We can have an opportunity to repent, just like Jonah went to Nineveh to prophesy its destruction, and they repented, and the next generation was spared, and then after that one, destruction came because they went back into their wicked ways. That's probably what's going to happen in the United States. I'm not going to get into this election or anything like that with Donald Trump because uh, you know these things are, are, this recording is meant to be perpetual. But you know if you're listening to this after, uh, you know, let's say 20, 30 years after the year 2020, uh, only you will know at that point in time, because I won't be here, but these recordings will be. Praise God. Folks, the day and hour we are living in could be the final hours of the United States. This election that we're facing is to be the deciding factor whether we'll see a blessing or a curse upon the land. I mean, it's in the hands, really, of the Christians, if you wake up, if you will vote for the word of God rather than one person, you just may be able to stay the destruction of this ne this nation for the benefit of the next generation. Like I said, just like Noah, Jonah preached to Nineveh, uh, they repented and destruction was halted. But the next generation of Nineveh ignored the warnings and went back to their wickedness and they were destroyed less than 100 years after they were spared. And we are living in times today just like that. The warning I'm giving. It, this could be the last warning this nation receives. I don't know. Pastors, it's in your hands to preach the gospel to your people. Not feel-good messages. If we fail, it's all your fault, pastors. If we fail, you will be the ones being held responsible. 
so vote wisely. Hey, uh, as we get ready to wrap up, let's go to the word, uh, Lord with a word of prayer. We'll wrap up today's study. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the study today. We pray that eyes were opened to exactly what took place with the blessing and the curse. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. Your word goes forth now, touching people's hearts and changing their lives all over the face of this planet. Father, we thank you that this will spark people to, to dig deeper into the word, to look at the meanings behind different scriptures, to give them wisdom and understanding and what really took place, and what the true meaning is. We thank you for this, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to do this over the radio, over the podcast, over YouTube, over Facebook. Lord, the technology you've made available to us today to reach the world with your gospel and your word is just astounding. And to you, Father, we give all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you have a podcast, I want to mention this real quick. If you have a podcast that would minister to uh, the Christian niche, <laughs> I have some great news for you. There is a brand new, excellent podcast hosting and marketing platform that has been designed by Christians for Christians. It's called faithcasters.net, and you can go to the website and uh, read all about it there, uh, the, the way it, it works. We will market this thing for you. Uh, you just got to join whatever level of marketing promotion you want. If you are looking at starting a podcast, we have discounts on the trading program. And if you have an existing podcast and you want to be over in a, a marketing area for Christians only, you can do that as well. Go to faithcasters.net for more information. Till next time, it's Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.